There are cases when Hungary receives European Union funds. For example, agricultural projects, the construction and maintenance of infrastructure and public institutions. What measures does the EU have in place to guarantee the proper use of this funding, specifically as it pertains to the pricing associated with goods or services utilized in these projects? We have to make a clear distinction between so-called current subsidies and investment uh, support. In case of current subsidies, the rules are quite uh, clear. Uh, this kind of subsidies go mainly to agriculture and rural development. And uh, these are quite uh, transparent, uh, well-known, and uh, adequately controlled uh, not only by the national authorities, but also the European Union. In case of investments, one has to acknowledge that uh, it's a more complicated story, especially as investments in many countries uh, are going through what we call public procurement uh, procedures. And those procedures are quite different from one country to the next. It is up to the local authorities, not only national authorities, but in many cases regional authorities and even local authorities, to design the so-called tender documentation on the basis of which uh, different proposals uh, are submitted. And then the European Union comes in as a co-financing agent uh, for most of, the, for most of these projects, sometimes uh, even 85% uh, uh, or more of these uh, uh, projects are financed by uh, the European taxpayer money. Now this is uh, where the trick uh, starts. If uh, the national authorities or the regional authorities prepare a documentation whereby they implicitly can uh, support uh, or uh, favor uh, certain groups uh, which are closer to their hearts, then it is very difficult for the European Union to figure that out and uh, uh, make it clear that uh, it is uh, unacceptable. So in most cases the European Union comes in only ex post when they make a thorough and thoroughful check of uh, all the payments uh, which went to different companies, uh, uh, not only contractors but subcontractors and sub-subcontractors and then it can be in an ex post way figured out whether there was any fraud or, uh, or uh, misdemeanor, uh, which then can be rectified by the normal procedures of the European Union. But it's a work in business, I have to acknowledge, so uh, there is no magic formula uh, on the basis of which uh, uh, abuse uh, can be eliminated once for all. Starting in 2014, Hungary will be the recipient of a rotating EU-backed financing scheme that aims to promote growth in rural agricultural projects and green energy. One of the conditions laid out for countries participating in the scheme is that they construct public-private partnerships to assist in the awareness and distribution of these financing opportunities. Earlier this year, Prime Minister Orban called for the creation of a green bank in Hungary to meet this condition. Over the summer, the Fidesz-led government decided to construct this partnership by nationalizing Hungary's largest credit union, Takarékbank. Takarékbank was in a strong financial state and its nationalization was opposed by shareholders. The government could have just as easily negotiated a public-private partnership with the credit union, but instead nationalized it against the wishes of its shareholders. The move devalued existing shareholders' stake in the bank and was done with the enacting of very special laws that could penalize any shareholder in opposition to the nationalization. If the now-nationalized Takarik Bank becomes the distributor of these EU funds in 2014, 
How will we be able to track the effective allocation of these funds? Okay, I wanted to comment first uh, uh, on the issue of uh, Takarik Bank uh, because it is a very important uh, sign of the distorted mindset of the government. Uh, they don't like uh, uh, foreign banks, but they don't uh, like uh, even Hungarian private banks. So what they want to do is uh, go back to square one, which was uh, state banking. It's a neo-communist uh, approach, uh, which uh, is necessary for the government uh, to make it possible for them to direct credit uh, to those uh, whom they uh, think uh, should get the credit. So it is no longer a market-based uh, uh, allocation of, uh, of credit, but it would be a government uh, orchestrated uh, allocation of funds, uh, which is uh, basically a socialist uh, uh, economic policy uh, device. Now, if it is about distributing uh, funds from the European Union, uh, that was completely unnecessary because uh, uh, we have uh, a, a budgetary agency which is called the Hungarian National uh, Development Agency that is uh, under the jurisdiction of the uh, uh, Prime Minister's office and uh, it is headed by Janusz Lazar who is uh, overseeing the distribution of funds. But that's not credit, that is subsidy and support coming from the European Union. Uh, for uh, distributing EU funds, you don't need a bank. Uh, the bank nationalization was necessary uh, for uh, the uh, allocation, for the non-market-based allocation of, uh, of uh, credit uh, in the broader economy. Was the nationalization of Tokarik Bank discussed at all in the European Parliament? No, because uh, this is just one small piece of... Uh, uh, information what we get uh, from Hungary and uh, uh, let's face it, uh, uh, nationalization of uh, companies uh, happen in many uh, other countries and it is uh, uh, from legal point of view uh, perfectly uh, within the remit of uh, a national government. So that's not something which uh, can be criticized uh, up from. Uh, the the uh, problem is that uh, nationalization of uh, uh, Takarik Bank uh, was part of a broader uh, economic policy uh, approach, uh, which is a neo-communist uh, approach uh, where the government in Hungary wants to suppress the whole uh, market economy in such a way that it is uh, against uh, the interest of, uh, of the Hungarian economy, it is against the interest of Hungarian entrepreneurs, and it is uh, uh, creating a very distorted uh, uh, framework and, uh, and environment uh, for investments uh, uh, for uh, both uh, Hungarian national and uh, foreign investors. That's a problem, but uh, it is still only part of an even bigger problem, which is the destruction of uh, the rule of law uh, and uh, constitutionality and uh, multi-party democracy in Hungary. You often mention the erosion of Hungary's rule of law, but if this represents only one aspect of Hungary's greater problems, how would you define this particular aspect to someone who doesn't know about day-to-day -day life in Hungary? In this uh, narrow sense, uh, when it comes to economic uh, constitutionalism, it is enough to mention that the sanctity of uh, private property 
uh, has been uh, trampled uh, underfoot. Uh, it started with the wholesale expropriation of uh, uh, the funds uh, from the uh, private pension system. Unfortunately, this happened uh, in other countries as well. And now it is happening uh, with Takarek Bank, where the uh, former owners uh, were not uh, compensated and they were not uh, 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 adequately uh, listened to and uh, it was not even explained to many of them why it was necessary to nationalize this bank. So from a legal and constitutional point of view the problem is not necessarily denationalization itself because it can happen. In many countries it happens but only with due compensation with adequate and, uh, and uh, normal uh, compensation, which is actually not the case in Hungary, which shows uh, that the rule of uh, law is uh, violated. You mentioned the forced nationalization of Hungary's private pensions back in 2011. Are there any other EU member countries who have done similar things? Yes, that is a good uh, example now, what is happening exactly as we speak in Poland. Uh, the uh, present government uh, decided to uh, take over uh, a good part of uh, the already accumulated assets uh, from the private pension uh, funds uh, because uh, uh, they approached now uh, the so-called uh, uh, constitutional limit of uh, public debt in Poland which is uh, 55% and uh, by nationalizing a good part of the private pension uh, assets, uh, they can bring down uh, the public sector debt uh, to a more affordable level. So unfortunately, the Hungarian uh, uh, practice is now spreading across uh, the European Union and even uh, countries and governments uh, which uh, were implementing much more rational economic policies in the past, uh, feel themselves uh, uh, free uh, to resort uh, to such a brutal action. What recourse can Hungarians seek in response to the government's repeated violation of the sanctity of private property? As I said, uh, uh, economic policy is part of a national remit of uh, every uh, member state. Uh, and as a consequence, uh, uh, it is possible for uh, uh, governments uh, to do as they please. And especially in a situation whereby uh, the European Union uh, is in a deep uh, uh, financial and economic crisis, and the European Commission wants uh, governments to reduce uh, the public debt, uh, uh, many governments uh, find it uh, uh, the easiest way uh, for them to, to reduce uh, the outstanding public debt and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very sad story as a consequence.